Hello there, everybody. I can't really explain it, but I felt really compelled to talk through some, some thoughts that I'm having as I reflect on the two-year anniversary of when we first launched All Things Montessori. Two years. That seems, it doesn't even seem real because I feel as though 2020, 2021, it's been a really hard time for the world. It still is a hard time. We are going through a lot of uncertainty, uncomfortability, challenges. These were all things that they weren't even a thought in our minds when Jamie and I first started the podcast. And so it's just sort of interesting to look at our unique journey from where we started to where we are now with everything that's been happening and continues to happen in the world. So why I really wanted to, to just pop on here is to talk about the why. Why did I come up with the idea for all things Montessori? And it's pretty simple. I wanted to, ha I wanted to be a resource for teachers. First and foremost, that's what I wanted. I wanted a teacher who was new in the classroom, a teacher who was maybe really experienced but having a very hard year, or just a teacher who was having a bad day to have an outlet, a voice, somebody else to say, yeah, I've been there too. I put such an immense pressure on myself when I entered the classroom. I had been working with children for five plus years at that point. But once I got into the classroom, I was so overwhelmed with perfectionism. I was so overwhelmed with getting it right. I had little to no space in my heart to forgive myself. My first year teaching, while it was one of my favorite years of my life, I think it was also one of the hardest because I was going through constant and immense change every single day. And a lot of it was me just frankly not being prepared mentally, spiritually, emotionally, whatever. But the funny thing is about teaching and especially being a Montessori teacher, you, you're literally not prepared until you're in in the classroom and even then you're not prepared because you don't know what to prepare for because every single day is different. I remember being so, you know, idealistic after graduating and getting my master's in education and putting my classroom together and feeling so excited. And you have to feel like that because if we didn't feel that way, then we wouldn't do it. <laughs> then we wouldn't, you know, keep coming back day after day. I mean, teaching is hard work. It's the hardest, in my opinion. But, you know, that I, I just, I recall that first year so clearly in my head because it was such a rude wake-up call, but in a really good way. It was a wake-up call that was like, oh, this is, you can't just coast through this. Yeah, Rachel, you're good with kids. Doesn't matter. You get thrown with children that maybe don't necessarily like you at first. You know, maybe you get thrown children who love you, but they don't do any work. You know, there, there's all different types of experiences that you come to encounter when you're working in that classroom. And 
And my biggest thing was that I, I put it all on myself. So when I go back to the why of all things Montessori, I go back to thinking of me crying in a closet my first year teaching, talking to Jamie all the time, talking to my friend Michelle in the admin who basically held my hand that whole year. I go back to those moments of connection, of hardship, of feeling like I think I'm doing this all wrong, but continually showing up every single day. And that's why I wanted all things Montessori to feel like, yeah, we're going to talk about how great Montessori is, but we're also going to talk about how hard it is how exhausted you feel from making all those decisions, from observing all those little humans in your care, how stressed out you are to have a parent-teacher conference, how exhausting and confusing car line can be, and lunch setup, and lunch cleanup, and jobs, and all the detailed things that truly in my mind, I didn't understand how time consuming and how how much I needed to work on those. The why of all things Montessori is it's I, I think of it as reaching out to those teachers who just need a little support in a in an uh, in a different way. Is it hearing all the mistakes that I've made or knowing that, you know, okay, yeah, that lesson didn't go very well, but is it the end of the world? No. It's going to be all right. Because at the end of the day, you know, you're taking care of these young minds, but you're also you're also taking care of yourself. That's one thing that I really neglected my first year and, and all the years that I was in the classroom. I really neglected my own mental health. I, I kind of brushed it to the side. And and I think those young children that I had in my care, they really showed me, oh, I have anxiety. I should work on that, you know, or, oh, I don't do well with this specific system, you know, lunch, for example, like it's really hard for me to think through systems. I didn't know that until I got into the classroom, but now I know that I need a lot of time to think through things and what a blessing that is to get that feedback. I mean, it kind of sucks in the moment because <laughs> you want, you want to portray yourself as this all put together person. But it goes back to that spiritual preparation, preparedness of the adult. And I didn't really understand what that was until I really got in the classroom because I saw how big this work is. I saw how, how much gravity me being there, loving the children, showing up, helping them, guiding them, observing them. I didn't understand how big that was until I saw it. And it just smacked me in the face. So again, I go back to the why, the why of all things Montessori. It's to create a space where teachers can feel like they can be vulnerable, a space where teachers can admit mistakes and feel okay about it. Because at the end of the day, that's what we show the children. It's okay to make a mistake. It's not a big deal. You know, I, I held on to all the mistakes I made. I held on to them for way longer than I should have. And I mean, these mistakes were minuscule, but I, I held on to them for, I still hold on to some of them, not going to lie. Some of them still, you know, show up at certain moments in my days. But I wanted this to be a space for everybody listening, whether you're a teacher, a student in training to become a Montessori teacher, 
an educator that does not teach in a Montessori school, a parent, or perhaps someone who's looking to get interested in Montessori. I kind of wanted to have guests on and have conversations that were real and honest. The pandemic kind of threw a wrench into the podcast, but in a really interesting way, I'm glad that we were able to talk through that because, man, we didn't have any preparation for that. And it is still such a supremely hard time for educators. I know being masked in the classroom, dealing with the pressures of society and the parents and everything is so incredibly tough. So just know that you are not alone and you are absolutely amazing. And I am here for you. If you need any advice, if you want to chat, I'm happy to email. I'm, I'm happy just to be there because I understand how hard it is to, to show up when you have all your own stuff going on, let alone the world has all of its stuff going on, you know, but also one thing that I, I felt whenever I felt like my, my life was falling apart or, or, you know, who, who knows what, what was going on really. I mean, it was either a big deal or it wasn't even a big deal, but somehow I remember feeling like as soon as I got in the classroom, being able to set that to the side and then being in that sanctuary where a child is learning how to abstract long multiplication or perhaps understanding what an adverb is or maybe just learning a new song. That simple beauty of watching children learn is such a calming and peaceful and beautiful experience. And I became really grateful for that. And I still am grateful for that. Every single encounter that I have with children, I count myself very lucky to be in their presence because it is such a beautiful experience to watch those young minds just get that spark of creativity and just craving all that, all that and more. So yeah, happy two years, all things Montessori. It has been a ride. I mean... When I think about my life personally, when I started this, I was just dating my now husband. Uh, we've been together for a while, but we got engaged. I got married as we were doing the podcast. I moved twice. Um, I ran an online little virtual school. And now I find myself in Charlotte, North Carolina, kind of looking for the next step in my Montessori career. So it's just been amazing to have this um recording of the past two years um, because I think so much has changed, but also what remains the same is our mission and all things Montessori's mission, again, to be there for teachers, to uphold honesty and, and really provide realness and, you know, just make a space that it's okay to be vulnerable. And I hope that we have provided that for you. I welcome any and all feedback. As always, you can always email me at allthingsmontessoripod at gmail.com. I do read them. I do respond. And I just couldn't be more grateful for the support of this community over the past two years. I've watched our listenership grow and it is just so awesome. So thank you all for being on this amazing ride with me. Happy two years and have a wonderful day. Thanks as always for listening. Bye.